Hello, welcome to my sometimes podcast, I guess. These days it's mostly just videos on YouTube uh, about music. Today I'm talking with Rachel from uh, Fire the Cannon. Hello, Rachel. Hello. Hello, Jacob. Hello, Jacob's Hi. audience. So today we're going to basically talk about slightly strange British hits. Um, it's kind of a um, an American reaction to British hits kind of thing. So these songs... I, d I didn't go weird, weird. I didn't go like full novelty songs. These are mm -hmm. the kind of the proper songs. Um, I th I think they're still within the realm of proper songs, but they're a bit weird. Uh, but they're all they're all huge. They're all really big when they were released, um, which might be surprising. A couple of them are surprising to me. Um, but let's let's just go through them one by one. Uh, we'll go through them chronologically. The best kind of way to do it. Um, and we'll just we'll just explore what we we think of them. Uh, so I sent you the the playlist in advance, and you've listened to them a bit. So the first song is Silver Machine by the band Hawkwind from 1973. So, what <laughs> did you have any immediate thoughts on this song? So I listened to the playlist yesterday on a drive with my boyfriend and after this song was over he was like so what he's got a silver machine what do i care about that yeah that's a good point and i don't um so the first time i had to listen to the playlist a few times the first time i listened to it nothing stuck in my head mm -hmm. like I wasn't humming anything. I couldn't draw up a memory of any of the tunes. But now okay. I listened to it a few more times, so now I've got it. Mm -hmm. And I'm I kind of buy that this would be a hit in the 70s. If you mm -hmm. told me it came out in like 2003, that's what would really surprise me. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, this this one was really big. It got to like number three in the UK charts, and it did really well. Um, I mean, did you? I'll, I'll give you my thoughts in a second. What did you like the song or? Um, I I didn't like it at all the first time, and I liked it more the other times. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like if I keep listening to it, I'll like it. Okay, that's fair enough. I, I so personally, I, I feel I'm not like, there yet. <laughs> yeah, I I feel like you you could probably listen to it a hundred times, and there's probably like a a bit of a ceiling of your for your enjoyment. For me personally, sure. Okay, so maybe I've. <laughs> I've hit you, it already. <laughs> you may have hit it already. This is one of those songs like it. It, it was. It's really big. It's, is it really super famous these days over here? I don't know, but anyone who knows like seventies music will know it. And Hawkwind, a kind of a cult band. Uh, the most famous thing that Hawkwind are famous for now is a. Uh, do you know the vocalist and bass player Lemmy? He was in Motorhead. Do you know the okay. band Motorhead? He, yeah, he yeah, was, yeah. It's him singing on this, and he was in Hawkwind. Um, oh, okay. So that's kind of what they're most famous for today. I, I actually think this song is crap. <laughs> well, um, all right. <laughs> like, I'm well, not offended at all. <laughs> well, well, sorry, well, when I say when I say crap as well, I want to be clear. Like, I don't think it's bad. Like, it's not a song I listen to and I'm offended by it. It's not like bad, bad. Yeah. It's just it's just kind of like crap. It's just I just never really I never got why it was such a big thing. It's still like occasionally uh -huh. played on like boomer radio i guess you'd call it you know it, it's always like oh it's great song by hawkwind oh I yeah think, <laughs> i was like really is this is this a good song um, is it is it about a spaceship because you told me not to google it mm -hmm. yeah yeah i did so, so i didn't google it um so 
I mean, I always assumed it like was about... Like an alien a, thing? Yeah, I, I always assumed it was just about a spaceship or, like, implicitly, you know, about drugs. Which I guess it is on some level because of, like, the mm. time period and the band who wrote it. Um, but supposedly... Well, I say supposedly, this is, this is what the songwriter says... Um, he'd he'd read some essay or, or something by like I can't even remember like a sci-fi writer or even a scientist, um, and it was instructions <laughs> of how to build a silver machine. And supposedly everyone assumes it's like a time machine or a spaceship, but the songwriter says, "Ah, but I actually know," because I, I get the joke. This is what he says always. I actually know it's about a silver bike. So this song is actually about a silver bicycle. Just just to be clear, by the way, that the songwriter. Um, has a very long and severe history of mental illness and like ridiculous amounts of like copious amounts of drug taking. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure how well he's tracking like the interpretation of this this essay or whatever he read, but that's that's what the song is about from his point of view. It's about a bike. Um, so so when he says I've got a silver machine, do you know what I mean? Everyone's like, no, we don't. Yeah, yeah I guess on some level, everyone. But well, I, I do think if it. If I was listening to like a classic British rock playlist and mm-hmm. this song came on a couple weeks from now, I wouldn't skip it. But I'm not gonna mm-hmm. give it a little heart on Spotify. Right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So no, I, I kind of. I think I, that's my opinion as of now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I probably kind of agree. Like, it's the kind of thing that I, I just, I just, it feels kind of forgettable to me. I kind of forget the song exists, and then I listen to it, and I'm like, well, it's, it's, it's not unpleasant. It's fine, but I do feel like it overstays its nearly five minute long welcome it, it's it doesn't oh, yeah, deserve it, is, it it is pretty long <laughs> yeah yeah it doesn't deserve it and it's they're kind of like a space rock band they're almost um, they're almost like a british version of grateful dead in a way in that it's like kind of like long drawn out jams and they kind of had this big touring mm-hmm. thing and that's what they were famous for but yeah even then they don't really like grateful dead are famous for long drawn out guitar solos and there's not even that in this song it's just kind of this boogie woogie riff and a dude singing about a bike over and over yeah over and over and over again with some whooshing noises sorry i did forget the whooshing noises are you going to put the whooshing noises in the video so the audience can hear them yes you know i will do that here we go this is the whooshing noises brilliant oh wow amazing aren't they (laughs) (laughs) um we love them yeah the best part of the song (laughs) Well, arguably, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I just I just kind of put it in here because when I was researching, I was like, what's some weird British hits? I was like, oh, yeah, this this it was actually, this is quite weird, but I'm not sure if it's, it's not weird in the way that some of the other <laughs> later songs are. It's weird that it was a hit, I guess, rather than it being a hit song yeah, yeah, that yeah. was weird. Yeah, so yeah, it kind of fits the category. Anyway, we don't need to spend tons of time on that one because I just kind of put it in there almost as a joke because the song is just, I don't, I don't know what to say about it. But this the, the next songs, the next few songs, I think are a lot more interesting to talk about. So from 1973, we're okay. going forwards pretty much a whole decade to 1982. We've actually got two songs from 1982. The first one is Golden Brown by the band The Stranglers. Golden brown, texture like sun, lays me down. So, firstly, had you heard this? Had you heard? Had you had you heard any of these before? Actually, because these these were really big over here. <laughs> these, these next few. I will tell you once we get to each song if mm-hmm. I've heard. Okay. It. I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, yeah. So I have heard. I had heard Golden Brown before, but like, it must have been in the soundtrack of a movie or a TV show. 
I didn't Google it to find out what it was because you mm-hmm. told me not to. And I was mm-hmm. trying to be a woman of honor. But anyway, <laughs> so okay, I, yeah. I feel like if I Google it or if you Google like usage in soundtracks or something, mm-hmm. I know that it'll come up because it was so familiar to me. <laughs> no, maybe it was oh the Umbrella Academy. Oh, you know what? Is that, what? that, I is think that a TV I series, isn't it? If it was if it was in one of the earlier episodes, I think I did watch the first two or three episodes of that right. show. There we go. Is that the thing that's All based right. on it's based on a comic or something like that, isn't it? I read the comic. The comic is written by a guy from he's from one of those popular emo bands. A Fallout Boy or something like that? I've, I think I've heard this. Uh, is from My Chemical Romance. Right, okay, right, there we go. They're all the same to me. I never actually listened to any of that music, so honestly, I, I'm a complete boomer when it comes to that music. I'm just like, I don't know. Um, My Chemical Romance. The, um, the, the Black Parade? That's them, right? I think so i feel like you you also have no idea you also have no idea fair (laughs) enough (laughs) i went to a really like religious middle school so nobody was like allowed to listen to that kind of music right right okay anyway golden brown what were your thoughts on golden brown um so i was i have no idea what it's about and i looked at the lyrics as well and it seemed like it i have no idea is it about some kind of like getting kidnapped by the fairy queen or something. I have no idea what's going on in there, but it sounds like I actually like this one. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know that I would, I feel like there's a specific vibe that I would be looking for on a playlist and I would Mm -hmm. put this song on it, but I don't Mm -hmm. know what the vibe is yet. No, no, I, I I totally, I totally get what you mean though, actually, because I was thinking it's, it's, I hadn't listened to this song for ages. Uh, I was first introduced to this song on, I don't know, like a compilation CD when I was maybe 10 and I just, got obsessed mm-hmm. with it when I was like a 10 year old I just thought it was really cool but listen to it now I'm like this this is a very specific vibe and it's it's so specific that I'm not sure how much I now love it outside of that vibe I'm not sure what that vibe is either though um but at the time right. so I I had no idea what this song was about and I don't think it's obvious what this song is really I mean it's kind of vaguely about two things as far as I know but I don't think it's obvious looking at the lyrics but the yeah the songwriter has said it kind of like it makes sense it is about just a like a woman Drugs. you kind of fancy oh. and b heroin yeah like specifically heroin um is so, heroin brown have i been envisioning the wrong color this whole time um not being an expert on it i'm pretty sure you can get some pretty dirty heroin that is pretty brown yeah um okay yeah, yeah. all right okay so about a woman <laughs> and about like really crappy heroin yeah 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 um yeah yeah basically um like i was kind of a weird teen and i did listen to a lot of like music i have no idea where i even found it like i don't know maybe like a limewire playlist or something mm -hmm. but i listened to a lot of music that had a sort of like minstrel vibe Mm -hmm. kind of lutes and like a weird sort of punk take on medieval music. Mm-hmm. And this kind of reminded me of that. I was just saying, it kind of has the feel of a ballad. Like it kind of feels like they're singing in a circle and you can feel it going up and then down. Mm-hmm. And then I'm sure someone who knows a little bit more about like the construction of pop music could do a better job explaining it to me, but it just felt very circular <laughs> yes yeah yeah, yeah. I, t- I totally know what you mean so so firstly it's interesting you said like it, it reminds you of like punk bands or a punky take on 
I guess, baroque music or something like that, because they are a punk band. Other than like most of their other stuff sounds very different to this. This is kind of like baroque mm. poppy kind of like late 60s sound in a way. I mean, it literally has a harpsichord in it. But a lot of their other stuff is just kind of straightforward, down and dirty, punky kind of stuff. They're always, they were always a kind mm. of like thinking man's punk, which sounds a bit, I don't know, condescending or something. But that was always their their thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so like musically, it's it's like a waltz. But every few bars, not when he's singing, but the, the instrumental bits, every few bars, it's a bar of like four, four. So it goes one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, one, two, et cetera. Something like that. Um, so it has a very weird feel to it because A, it's a waltz, not super common in like smash hits. Um, and B, it's not like a pure Harpsichords, waltz. Harpsichords, not Harpsichords. super common. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and it's about heroin slash a woman. It's, it's an odd kind of like totality i guess as a whole but this song again was huge this got to like number two um in the uk um and it really i think it was one of the biggest songs of the year and i think i've I've read that it was in like votes of the nation's favorite number two yeah we have votes for everything in the uk it's like one of the top ones people love this song and i love this song it's just i think it's really unique and strange and i love the kind of dark yeah it's got a kind of dark vibe to it which is yeah i don't know it's very interesting i always liked it well this i think steven and i ranked the songs after we listened to the playlist and Mm -hmm. i think that i said well i won't say what i think of the final two Mm -hmm. but i wasn't the first one i was like eh, and then Mm -hmm. this one i gave it a thumbs up a thumbs up good cool excellent i totally agree i totally agree (laughs) but let's move on to the next one so the next one okay is oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> the next one is House of Fun by Madness. I, I had never heard it before. Mm-hmm and had no idea that such a song even existed and i might be insulting you but i don't like it <laughs> did, did you did you hate i don't it? like it no okay well let's explore that uh, briefly why, why did you hate okay. it okay oh you sorry you didn't even say you hated it you said you don't like it uh. yeah um be, I, I don't it's just like a clown song <laughs> i don't know <laughs> It is, it is, it is. It's a clown song and I don't like, I don't know, I don't like clown music. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair take. That's a fair take. I, I um, didn't, I definitely, the, fir- the first time I heard it, I, I did hate it. Like I hated it and okay. I was like, I don't want to listen to this playlist okay. anymore. <laughs> but then I listened to it again this morning while I was getting ready and I was like, I still don't like this, but I don't, I don't hate it anymore. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so based on that, you're probably not going to like the band Madness generally. Have you heard of them before? I think they only had like one or two big Ameri- like hits over in America. Like Our House. Really? Have you heard that song? What is it called? Our House. It's like, our house in the middle of our street. Our Wait, that's house. them? That's I've Madness. heard that song before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably, I think that's their most okay. famous song. Yeah. But it's, I've heard it's, that song before. I, I like it more than House yeah. of Fun. Why do right, they always yeah, sing yeah. about houses? Are they all house songs? No, 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 no. They're always okay. clown-ish because, yeah, our house is still, it's got that kind of, it's all like ska 
pop, whatever you want to call it. It's all quite raucous sure. and like fun and a bit silly. But it's all, yeah, clown-ish. But this is full-on clown music. But Madness... I... So I was just going to say, Madness... I can see like myself a... enjoying a show right, of theirs, okay. but yes, not that's fair. an album. <laughs> no. Right, so that's a good point. Because Madness are a like a British institution. They're just, they're just one of those bands that just every, everybody like knows the them. Yes, yeah, but like... Higher, we rank them higher than the Queen, obviously. Um, <laughs> um, like every, everybody, elite, I think, I mean, no one has CDs now, but, you know, when I was growing up, everyone had Madness Greatest Hits. It, just, it was just a thing. You just had it. Because, you know, everybody, in the way that everybody has a cop- copy of certain books or films or something like that, it was one of those things. Absolute British institution. They're one of the biggest selling, like, Brit- bands in Britain, probably, of all time. Um they everybody loves them but i've never listened to an album start to finish beyond probably their Mm -hmm. greatest hits um and i'm not trying to pull that against them but i've just never felt the need to go any further they're they're kind of one of those bands so i don't know if you've ever heard of the british band like slade give me an example of a song um so they sang come feel the noise which is quite a big song it's like come on feel the noise yes right so they're another they're familiar with that song they occupy a similar space in my mind. They're both kind of like British institutions. Everybody probably had their like greatest hits growing up. I'm not sure if anyone could even name a single Slade album. I, I don't know. But they were huge. No. They were huge in the 70s. Um, but Madness, yeah, okay. I, I love the, I actually love this song. I really like it. Um, it's. Can I tell you my guess of what it's about? Yes, go on. That was what I was going to ask you. Okay, I wanted to just get it in there before you told me the actual right, thing yes, it's yeah. about. Okay, so I listened to it a couple times, and I listened to it once while looking at the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Because when I listened to it at first, I'm like, I couldn't concentrate on what he was saying because I was just like, you know, that's all I could think about. Is it about a boy who wants to buy some party supplies but accidentally goes to a brothel? <laughs> is that what it's about? <laughs> it's kind of you've you've kind of got the grasp of it. He's a boy who's like come of age. He's sixteen, and he's like, I'm gonna buy some condoms. So he goes to a chemist's, but oh, he... okay. See, we don't even have that here. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. I mean, I mean, you can buy condoms anywhere, like any like supermarket, whatever in the UK. But for some, maybe it was different in like the early eighties. But he he goes, yeah. um, and he um. But he's, I guess he's nervous and he's speaking just in like double entendre and like euphemisms. So he never just says, I want to buy some condoms. Oh, okay. So he's just saying like, you know, a box of balloons with a featherlight touch and things like that. And the woman behind the counter is like, who is this strange child? He's just saying all these random things. He must want a house of fun, which is like a party supply or something shop, which is around the corner. Okay, so I, I got it totally reversed. Yes, yeah, 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 exactly. All right. Okay. Yeah. So it's the opposite of what I thought it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I, the, the, I guess Great. the biggest clue in the lyrics is there's a line where it's, um, oh, where is it? No, miss, you misunderstood. 16 big boy, full pint in my manhood. 16 big boy, full pint in my manhood. Which is obviously a disgusting set of okay. lines. I, th- I wasn't sure who said that. I thought maybe he was saying no, and then she was saying the thing to him, which right, right. maybe if there's a music video where you can see this play out, maybe I would understand, there, but there is a, there is I a couldn't music tell video, who yeah. was saying what. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also, I also assume you probably, like, you would need the lyrics in front of you because the Cockney accent is very strong in this song. I mean, it's very, <laughs> very Cockney. It's kind of the epitome of kind of, like, Cockney pop in a way. Um, but, yeah, Cock yeah. So that's what he, if you will. <laughs> that's what they call it, yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, that line, I did, I, when I was a kid, this is another, I think I, it was on the same compilation, so I originally heard it at the same time, like the same day probably that I originally heard Golden Brown. I had no idea what this song was about until a few years later when I grew up a bit and I was like, this, whoa, what? <laughs> this song is about what? <laughs> um, yeah, it was a strange realisation uh, as a teenager. I was like, what? Um, but I, I really <laughs> like this song. Um, they have a bunch of, they have like, some of their songs were really big in the UK. Um, uh, like, It Must Be Love, which is a cover um, that was really big. One Step Beyond, Baggy Trousers, um, Wings of a Dove, I think the, the, the one was called. Um, they're all very silly, though. Um, having okay. Sp- I've, I've not listened to their albums. Maybe they have very serious stuff on their albums. All their hits are very silly. Um, and they are, they are a bit of a Marmite band. I think a lot of people do. Does like, that phrase make sense to Americans? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, there we is go. that what that is? Yeah, yeah, sorry. I'm <laughs> just, yeah. Um, like very polarizing? Is that what yes. a Marmite band is? Well, do you know what Marmite is? Is it Brewer's Yeast? Basically, yeah, yeah. Do you guys have that? Do you, do you use that? Um, like, people don't eat it, but we know about like, I mean, Vegemite is really famous over here, right, but right, nobody yeah. has tried it. <laughs> okay, yeah. It's, it's we just, just like, know like... Australians, they're freaks. <laughs> they yes. Walk around upside down, they eat Vegemite. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> I'm not sure what the difference between Vegemite and Marmite is. It might just be like a trademark difference, but Vegemite is big in Australia, but it's it's basically the same thing. But yeah, it's brute, like leftover yeast from like the brewing process, um, and <laughs> people put it on their toast, like a very very thin layer. It's also you can put it in like stews, like a small amount. It's it's quite bitter. It's quite salty and bitter, and obviously quite yeasty. It's weird. It is weird. I, I, I will. Is it good? Well, so this is where this, the saying it's so the the saying is that it's like marmite, and they use this in their adverts as well. Um, but <laughs> this is where the saying kind of falls down a bit because I think it's okay. Um, I don't think it's particularly brilliant oh. or particularly bad. It, it has its uses. It can be nice on like a bit of toast, a bit of butter, and a, for me, like a very thin layer of it. Um, but it, it's quite it's quite weird. It goes well with cheese. Um, it can work in like stews as well, I guess. But it's 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 it's, it's strange. Some people love it. I used to know a guy who had like Marmite teapot, like branded, just like with the logo on Marmite mugs, Marmite. Every, like I, I don't know whether it was just a meme for him. He was an odd guy, so maybe it was just a meme. But uh, some people love it. I have to try it sometime, I guess. <laughs> I think you should. You should definitely try it. Um, but yeah, th- this 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 is a bit of a Marmite band. Some people. I think a lot of people find them really obnoxious and annoying. Um, I think that's unfair. I, re- I really enjoy them. They're, they've got a good sense of humour. It is very much like... I, I said before that none of these songs are novelty songs. This, I think, would count as a novelty song if it weren't for the fact that Madness are kind of a novelty band and therefore it doesn't count as a novelty song, if that makes sense. Does a novelty song have to be like a one-off for the band is that what you're saying so like weird al doesn't do any novelty songs yeah yeah maybe i'm wrong on that. i i feel like a novelty song if 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 you're a novelty yeah maybe if you're a novel i don't know it's just their vibe i think that's the difference yeah maybe you can be a novelty act but they're not quite full on novelty act that's the thing um because they're not parodic mm. they're maybe sometimes satirical and they're goofy they're clownish um 
but yeah, maybe mm-hmm. that's the distinction. They're not. It's not full on novelty, but it's 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 close to it. Um, I, I I really like it. I just think it's funny that they actually wrote a really. This got to number one. I think this this one did really well. Um, that's crazy. They wrote a smash hit about a kid <laughs> going to buy some condoms and being told no. Like the the house of fun is that way. I, I just think it's great. There there's something going on in in England. <laughs> Fair enough. I yeah, to that's. Tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I I don't. Yeah, I don't hate it anymore. <laughs> right. I would be willing to listen to their greatest hits to see what I think, mm-hmm. because it's possible that hearing it in context with their other music. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I, I, I think they've got a very good greatest hits. As I said before, our house is a great tune. It must be love. I think that's a great tune. Although that one's a cover. I really like baggy trousers. Some people think that's a little bit too stupid and silly as well. I think it's fun. <laughs> um, this one does feel like it's kind of on another level of silliness in a way. But I don't know. I, I enjoy them anyway. I'm, I'm glad you slightly came around on second listen to this at, at the very <laughs> least. Um, so let's, uh, the final song, we're just doing four songs today. So the final song yes. is the most recent one. Um, and this is Grace Kelly by Mika. This is from 2006. Do I repulse you with my queasy smile? Am I too dirty? Am I too flirty? I could be brown, I could be blue, I could be violet. So I actually know this song very well. Right, okay. Like I hadn't. I hadn't heard it in years. I don't know if it was popular in the US or if I had one friend who just loved this song and we like rode back and forth to school together and she played it all the time. I don't remember, but I hadn't listened to it in well over 10 years, but it came on and I was like, oh, I literally know all the words still. Wow, good, good. So it, it, it like it charted in the US, but we're talking about like 60-ish um, or something like that. Okay. So, I, so I not call like that... a huge hit. Yeah, no, I wouldn't really call it a massive hit. But um, in the UK, this is another number one song. This did really well. And this song, huh. this song and this album for that year, probably for, for a couple of years from 2006, like everywhere. I just, I heard it constantly, partly because my mum loved it, uh, partly because I, I genuinely liked the song and it was a good album. Um, but partly just because it was on the radio. He had like a few hits off the back of this uh, on the same album. Mm-hmm. Really huge. Um, again, I, I hadn't listened to it for years either, to be honest, probably since around the time it came out. Um, but did you, you you still enjoy the song then? I liked it. Steven mm. liked it. We both did. He said mm. it was the only, in his opinion, it was the only catchy one that like he was humming afterwards but i told him like to be fair we we both were very familiar with the song so mm-hmm. i'd have to listen to the others more but I, I i you know i still i still did like it i always cringe you know when i hear stuff that i used to like when i was 15 16 <laughs> yeah but once you can force yourself past the cringe i did i did like it i feel like i don't know anything about this artist but he has a really really good voice he does like he has very a good, he has- gymnastic almost mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah no he's great so for me listening to it again i still i still like it it's great it feels like it's borderline like too too sweet and sugary at points it's like wow this is it's it's like mm. a big bowl of ice cream with syrup with brownies with more syrup with more ice cream which is is fine but i i, I did remember listening to it i was like oh although there are quite a few probably the album is 
all the songs were at least decent on the album. A few of the songs were quite good, were very good. It as an experience, the entire album is like this is just sugar upon sugar, um, <laughs> and I think the experience of listening to his whole album is actually quite like overloading. Uh, but there's, there's some good stuff on there. Uh, but it's it's always again uh, quite. Well, I don't know what the word is for this really flamboyant, flamboyant. I guess sure, sure. Um, but yeah, um, what was I going to say? So yeah, it turns out I, I didn't know this until I was researching for this. You see, I'm allowed to research. I, I don't let my guests <laughs> research them. Um, but it was based. The melody was based on like um, a bit from Figaro by Rossini. Like the main melody to oh. this was just like lifted, and it sounds slightly altered because I, I didn't quite immediately recognize it. Listening to it again, I was like, oh yeah, it kind of matches bits of it. But it, it wasn't immediately obvious to me. Um, but I don't know. It works. Sometimes ripping off is good. Um, yeah. So. The lyrics, what do you think of, like, if you were to guess what this song is about, I didn't really know at the time again until I started researching this. Um... So, so my impression, because I, I know all the words, like, from back in the day, this is, and I haven't done any Googling about it, but I might, I might know what it's about. I don't know. Hmm. I thought the whole song was just about him being like, I'm kind of sick of the music industry because they keep trying to make me do all these other things and it's not working out for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, that is my understanding. That is pretty much correct. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's just, it kind of, yeah, obviously knowing it, it kind of is really obvious, but I get to me, because I've, I've not really listened to it for like probably 15 years, it was just always mm-hmm. like a bunch of random words. I don't think I really connected the dots on it. Um it's it's interesting though how the reference to Freddie Mercury is was always to me really obvious as a reference to Freddie Mercury because he says I could be a little bit Freddie and it's like well it's it's odd that like it's really obvious because he does I guess sound like Freddie Mercury. Um, it's if, very yeah, I mean glam. if anybody does, it would be him. Mm, yeah. Like any of the modern pop boys. Yeah, yeah. sort of but, modern. <laughs> yeah, know. yeah. Well, that's the scary thing. It's it's like fifteen years old now, which is uh, slightly unacceptable to me. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I was going to say he kind of. I feel like he kind of disappeared after this. Like, it was big for a while, obviously, and it, it did really well in the charts immediately. The album sold tons, but then I, I don't really remember hearing much about him. Probably there was a follow up album. He's that was his debut, and he's since released one, two, three four albums one of them was a compilation yeah four albums and a compilation um so he's done quite a lot but i don't remember them being very big his debut album has a song where he's like the music industry keeps trying to change me man well now i I feel a little bit betrayed i I think (laughs) maybe it was i think i think it's more about the struggle of getting like a record deal and Mm. You know, when you're like producing or trying to write songs and stuff, there's kind of, I guess, a bit of pressure on you to write songs a certain way. I think it's more about like that rather than like he was a, a jaded veteran of the music industry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do think it's kind of like baller of him to have this one be a number one hit, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to absolutely. say, yeah, I yeah, admire yeah, his moxie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I totally agree. Yeah. Um, like uh, lyrically, like. I feel like there's a few uh, interesting or strange themes uh, on the album. Um, off the top of my head, the other, I remember "Big People Big Girl, You Are Beautiful," which is very much in the vein of Queen. Um, about like, yeah. Oh, is oh many people Fat speculate that. Girls. Yeah, like on Wikipedia, many people speculate that Mika wrote the song as a tribute to Queen's Fat Bottom Girls, 
but yeah, I mean, it's it's a similar vibe. Um, yeah, it's a strange album. It's very, very, very like big all the way through. Do you know the like what's the sample at the beginning of the song? Is it a sample or did he just have someone record it for the song? I I thought it was literally Grace Kelly. Yeah, so the bit of dialogue used in the song is from the film Country Girl, which stars Grace Kelly and Bing, Bing Crosby and William Holden. Now I know. I don't know why. I know at the time that the song came out, I was like, what is this? Where is mm-hmm. this from? But for some reason, I never <laughs> looked it up. Yeah, yeah. Did you, did you ever listen Googling to it? Googling wasn't a thing in 2005. Hmm? Well, it kind of felt like it wasn't. It wasn't like as part of our daily lives. You had to sit at a computer and, oh my God, how crazy is that? Sit at a oh, computer. Yeah. That's the big difference. But I was gonna say, did you ever? Did you ever? Were you aware of the the album as a whole, or was it just was it just that one song? I'm very familiar with Grace Kelly. Mm-hmm. I'm very familiar with Big Girl, You Are Beautiful because one of my sister's friends loved it mm-hmm. and played it all the time. And then I had heard Lollipop a couple times, and I was like, I can't, I don't want to hear this again. <laughs> I remember that, that. That I think that's the point at which it becomes very like sickly and very whoa. Yeah. Yeah, so I think, so those are the three. I have not heard, I don't think I've even heard any of the other songs on the album. But not yeah. bad. I, th- I think I heard it from 10. start to finish over and over and over again because my mum absolutely <laughs> loved it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Has she kept up? Like, has she bought his other stuff? No, no, my mum my mom very much buys things that she'll hear on the radio or is like recommended or something but she won't necessarily keep up with with individual artists particularly she's, she's much the better at... blood of the record industry exactly she's much better at keeping up with actually contemporary music than i am <laughs> um mm. yeah um but no i i, I genuinely i just, maybe maybe his other songs were big but i just never heard them i don't really feel like they became as much of a hit as as this one which was as i said before massive um yeah. Anyway, so if we're going to rank them, if we're going to rate them, how would how would we do this? Okay, me personally, based on enjoyment at mm-hmm. the moment. So yeah, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying I'm going to have to give Grace Kelly a lot of extra points just because mm-hmm. I, like I said, I'm very familiar with it. That's fair. That's so fair. I would put Grace Kelly number one for mm-hmm. me, Golden Brown number two. Uh maybe house of fun can be number three just because it's more interesting right right silver machine would be number four just because all it's got it's just i've got a silver machine i've got a silver machine that's it yeah yeah yeah. okay that's fair that's, so i, I feel like I put it. house of fun you, you're being quite generous because it you, you you do actually probably still dislike it a bit i well here's the thing i dislike it but it's more interesting so when mm-hmm. I, okay if it's enjoyment then maybe maybe I would put Silver Machine higher because mm-hmm. I don't enjoy Silver Machine, really. I'm like, Meh. and then House of Fun, I'm kind of annoyed by, but I feel like I do have to give them some points for like doing something. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 your, it's your ranking. You can do it however you I, feel. I'll put, it, I'll put it at number three then, and mm-hmm. I'll, you know, I'll send you a message if I change my mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, be updated. I, I I so I I would put Silver Machine dead last. I just I never understood how it's it was a hit. Uh, I mean, I guess there are tons of things that are a hit. I guess well, I don't understand drugs. how. Yeah, I don't understand how it's still kind of respected as a classic today. 
like it's not considered like a, a, an uber classic, but like it's you know people are like oh yeah, Silver Machine is a classic. I don't hear it at all. It just sounds like some dude strumming and singing about a, a bike or a time machine yeah. or whatever. Um, and then ooh, you know what? I would probably put Grace Kelly like as third, but the other Number two is. Three. But not because I don't enjoy it, but because I really do like the other two. I'd probably put the other two as joint first. Um, yeah. But I, I mean, I really do like House of Fun. It's probably the House of Fun probably has a slight edge on on Golden Brown. Golden Brown, I do feel has a very specific vibe. And outside of that, today I'm probably not likely to put it on. But then but you're probably... always in the mood to hear a song about a boy trying to buy condoms. Yeah. <laughs> no vibe required. Oh no! I did just say that, didn't I? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's just it feels it feel it does feel very British as well because it's I mean they're all quite British I guess but it's that kind of it's not musical generically but it has that musical vibe. It's very parodic in the way that the Beatles had all these silly hits or not even hits necessarily silly songs and Queen always had that kind of um, not even satirical is it whimsical the Kinks I kind of feel like it, mm-hmm. it's very much in that tradition of like. It's Python-esque, I guess you might call it. It's very Monty Python. So mm-hmm. I, I've always appreciated that. Um, but, you know, yeah, Golden Brown and Grace Kelly are definitely very good. Um, anyway, that's, that's us. That's our weird British hits. Thanks for coming out. Do you want to uh, tell the people who have been watching and listening a little bit about Fire the Cannon, your podcast? So I have a podcast with some friends called Fire the Cannon, and it's a comedy podcast about books. We have had Jacob on before, so I would recommend as a starting point, we did a Father's Day special episode with him that was called like Talking Dad Rock with <laughs> with Jacob Waller, whatever. You'll find it. It's a Father's Day episode last June, and he found us. It was like five classic rock songs based mm-hmm. on classic literature, so we listened to the songs and compared them to the books and talked about it. And it was a really fun time. So I would recommend if you're a music person, check that out. And then if you like it, just kind of jump around to see what you're interested in. But personally, I think it's funny. I think it's a good <laughs> podcast. <laughs> cool. Yeah. No, it is. I, I can, I can officially endorse it. It's a good podcast. Nice. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. Thanks for coming on then. And uh, to anyone who is, has been listening, thanks for listening and uh, check out my other videos and podcast episodes. Cool. All right. See you. Yeah, definitely. Please be nice in the comments. I can't handle <laughs> rudeness. Oh yeah. Some, some people are mean to me. Yeah. <laughs>